In this episode, I'm gonna to reveal to you the plan I plan to take, yes, I said plan twice, in order to make $10,000 a month with my online ministry. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is Alec Hassan here. And if you are unfamiliar with what Digital Ministry Mastery is, we help equip digital ministry leaders with the tactics they need to help create greater impact and get a greater income with their online ministries. So in this episode today, I, you know, I wanted to kind of reveal some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, share with you basically what I said in the title, my plan for <laughs> making $10,000 a month with my online ministry. Because I've had the pleasure of turning um, an online ministry, actually one that was bleeding money, it was burning out the owner, and hadn't earned a dime over the three years that it was running. And I implemented um, a framework that allowed it to earn $12,000 in less than six months. Now that framework is something that I've been developing called the Transformational Journey. And that sappy online ministry that I was talking about, it was actually my own. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, even though I kind of saw some success by earning more in six months than I did in the entire three years of starting that ministry, um, you know, I've been wanting to bring what I've been doing to, to, to another level, you know, where I'm able to impact a greater amount of people. And of course, you know, also make a greater amount of income with the ministry as well. Uh, so as you can tell by the title, <clears throat> as you can tell by the title, Pardon me. The plan is to start earning $10,000 a month through this online ministry. And right here, I'm going to tell you the journey that I plan to take in order to reach that target. And it starts by the first thing that I'm going to be doing. It's going to be expanding out the framework that had worked for me before, uh, the transformational journey framework. Uh, it, it mainly, when I applied it before, it mainly relied on advertising a low-tier product which was a free plus shipping book. It was Planting Your Purpose book. I've got like a little poster of it over there. Um, so basically a customer would come to the website, they would pay for shipping, and then after paying for shipping to get the book, then they'd receive the book <laughs> for free. But when they got the book, it didn't. Their, their buying journey didn't just end there. They were presented various other offers, um, offers that were related to the book and it included things like, like an audio book or supplemental eBooks or workbooks. Uh, video courses, even a masterclass. So this is really, this is actually like something that was really helpful early on because rather than me making a bunch of products and then trying to sell and market and advertise each one of those individually, all I had to do was just market the book and then people who expressed that they were interested in the book, um, I basically would just show them these other products that they would probably be, probably be interested in as well. And this made it so much easier to provide a greater value to the same person, and it also allowed for the ministry to earn some extra money as well. But the way that I was implementing this, um, it had some shortcomings, and the biggest shortcoming um, in terms of like the advertising was that I was reaching out to people who didn't know me and they didn't trust me. Basically, I just, you know, they they just didn't know who I was. So with added skepticism, you know, it took more money being spent on ads in order to kind of allow people to feel a little bit more comfortable in both checking out the offer and then purchasing the book as well. Another shortcoming was that I didn't have anything else to offer people 
at a higher level after they got the book. They'd basically get the book, they'd be shown some products that go with the book, and if they said yes to that or no to that, basically after that, uh, there was nothing left. So it sort of just ended there, and it's kind of like, okay, well, uh, welcome to the party, and we've got chips in the back. But, I, you know, there was nothing more that I could offer. I was kind of like, ugh, stuck, because here I was with all these people who purchased this book and probably would want something more. I just didn't know what more I could offer. So in order to bridge the gap between these two issues, which is the issue of not having more to offer and then the issue of not establishing rapport with people, uh, in order to bridge this gap, my approach is to simply extend out this transformational journey framework, um, just you know, extending it even further, which means I'm going to be providing way more contact points earlier on with people. I'm going to be providing a lot of value to people with free content. And then if people wanted to get more content or be more plugged into the community, then they could download resources or they could come join the Facebook group. And I think that's really cool is then the people who are within the group, uh, they would be able to help to determine, you know, what topics would be covered next in either videos or live trainings or maybe like uh, weekend workshops, you know, things like that. And then this would essentially help to create the inspiration that's needed to discern what products to make down the road, you know, products that would actually be uh, be given a price point. So essentially, you know, I'm going to be starting with high value free, and then people can get more value by joining the community. And then as the, as I try to get people more specific results or give them greater results, that's when price points will begin to be introduced. So with the transformational journey at this point, you know, if I've properly served people with enough value, um, people from the community would then join the higher level group coaching program. And then there's other programs after that, like in-person retreats and things like that. And as you, like, as I'm describing this process, you're probably thinking like, I've heard of these types of things before, you know, it's nothing really groundbreaking. Uh, but the thing is, you know, this type of approach, it's worked for a lot of other uh, businesses and organizations. And it's something that like, I th I'm very confident that, and very certain that I'll be able to apply in my own online, online ministry and see a lot of success in, which is why I'm very much <laughs> leaning heavily into doing this approach. So, you know, the next step after having this kind of like very general roadmap written out is to figure out what the numbers are. Because you, you may not know this, but I'm a big numbers guy. I like to know the math for things, you know, before I'm like diving into it. So the approach that I'm using to help me kind of calculate out the metrics um, is something that I learned from Dylan Ponder. I found him on YouTube. He does a lot of videos talking about like Facebook ad stuff. So he's got some really great content. But this approach is something that he called working backwards. I've also heard it referred to as like working with the end in mind. Because oftentimes like our approach that a lot of us will take is that we'll start with the target. So for me, the target would be $10,000 a month in revenue. Uh, but for now, we'll just say $120,000 annually. We would, and then, you know, after, so we got the target. And then most of the time what we do is we would then write out the path that starts with where we are and then it leads up to the end goal of the target. And at least like the way Dylan was breaking it down, it seemed like it made a lot of sense to start backwards because um, an example of this this normal approach of like starting with the beginning of where we're at in order to get to the target, uh, let's say, you know, we're a coach and 
our goal is $100,000 in revenue. You know, we write down, you know, $100,000. And then it's like, okay, well, what do, we, what do we need to do right now? It's like, okay, well, we need the product. You know, we got to sell a coaching program. So they begin to write out the coaching program and the price. And then they start building out the content for it. And then they build the website. And then they start running some ads to the website. And then after that point, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, then we just would kind of scale and keep doing ads and keep driving people there until we hit our goal of $100,000. But, you know, there's a problem with that approach. You know, there's no specific metrics. You know, there's no specific targets. It's, there's no margins. There's too many, like, there's so many undefined pieces that it makes it, very, like, very easy to get, get lost. So in order to get the specific pieces, we would work backwards. So in my case, I want to earn $100,000, $120,000 in the year. So in order to attain that, I would have to like get orders from people. You know, people, a person would have to come and they'd have to buy something, you know, I'd have to get an order. So I'll ask myself then like, okay, well, if I want to get this amount and I need to get orders, how many orders do I need to get? Or I could even ask myself, how many orders do I want to get? You know, because <laughs> getting more orders may not necessarily be a good thing. You know, if, I'm, if, if I want to sell something for a dollar, then that means I would need to have 120,000 people pay me one, like a dollar. Like that's too, like not only is that a lot of people <laughs> to deal with, but if it's a physical product, like that's a lot of products. You know, I, I don't have so much space like for my own t-shirts and my five pairs of shoes, you know, it's like, but let's say, you know, working backwards, I only want to have 120 orders. You know, now I know I would need to sell 120 people to make 120,000, which means what I'm selling them should be worth $1,000. So, you know, it's just you know, simple division there. You know, you take the number that you want to reach, you divide it by the number of sales you want to make, and then boom, you end up with the number that you should charge a product for. Uh, so like if I wanted to only sell 60 people on a specific product, then that means I would need to charge $2,000. Um, I wish I could like, you know, write it out and stuff, but I'm sure you can like, kind of visualize it. It's not too complicated of the math stuff. But then again, I, but then again, you know, it's like, I like math, but you know, bear with me. I'm not going to get, try to get too detailed. So I'll stick with like the thousand dollar product for now. So as you can see, um, by starting with the target and then moving backwards by defining the amount of orders that I want, and then taking another step back to figure out the cost of the product, you know, I've begun to clearly define the, um, both the amount of orders that I need and the price point of the product that I need in order to hit $120,000 in the year. And, you know, so this is like great information to have because you would just need to create something that people see is worth more than $1,000 and then provide it to them. Because, you know, whenever we make purchases, it's always, it's always based on the premise that what you are buying is more valuable than the price point for it. Because if it was, if, if it costs more than, the, than it's valued, then you're not like, you know, you're, you're like not going to buy it, you know? So like, like, oh, that ice cream is $30. Is it, do I see the value of it being worth more than that? Or at least that at minimum? And it's like, no, it's like gas station ice cream. And it's like, okay, then no, I'm not going to get it. Um, however, you know, so, <clears throat> but you know, it's, it's a good thing to, to know what the numbers are that you're, that you're playing with. So for example, like if I'm, if I know that I need to sell a th 120 people and I need to sell those 120 people a thousand dollar product, it narrows down what the product should be. So if I wanted to sell a book, you know, there's no way someone would buy a book written by me for a thousand dollars, let alone 120 people, you know, buying a book priced at that, at that, at that point. However, 
you know, if I provide something like coaching or a course, a group event, or like a done-for-you service, you know, those things could be priced out at $1,000. So if I know I can, if I know I need to charge $1,000 and now I know what kind of things to provide, now the path is being made more clear. And if I, and then here's another cool thing too, when it comes to like advertising, now that you have these numbers, if I know that I can earn up to $1,000 from one person, then technically I have a budget of $1,000 to play with before, like in order to acquire a customer. Now, obviously, you know, there's various costs that we need to be factored into this too. There's like, there's like business costs, taxes, things like that. Um, and with taxes, you know, I, I have like all my notes here. Uh, if I actually wanted to keep $10,000 a month, so not just like earn 10,000, but keep 10,000, I would need to factor in the amount I'd have to pay out to taxes as well. Cause yeah, we're making money. We got to pay tax. Um, unless you're like a non-for-profit. Actually, I don't even know, like, I don't know the details of how that stuff works, but I'm a for-profit business. Um, you know, I believe that if people are putting in the work to provide value for people, they should be compensated for it. So I'm not going to try to jump through those loopholes of doing all this and that. Um, cause it's, a, it's for profit. You know, I might go nonprofit down the road. Who knows? Anyway, that's kind of like off the topic here, but, um, you know, taxes typically being like 30% of what you earn. If I made $10,000, I'd be giving 30% of it to the government, which is around $3,000. Now I know, yikes, <laughs> but you know, instead of trying to cut down how much I pay in tax, I could just factor that amount into my goal. And I actually learned these numbers from this guy, Taylor Welch. He does like a consulting program. I read um, his book, The Consultant Next Door, and had these numbers in it. And I was like, oh, this is actually very informative stuff. So with tax typically being 30%, um, there's like a little trick you can do where you can take your goal. So my goal being $10,000 a month, and you would divide it by 0.7. And when you do that, it, it gives you the total number you would need to earn and for this example, at least, it would give the total number you would need to earn in order to, to keep your target after, after tax. So for me doing 10,000 divided by 0.7, I'd get $14,285. So if I make $14,285 a month and I give 30% of that to the government, then I'd have $10,000 left over to keep to reinvest in the ministry or do stocks or savings, things like that. Um, but... I know I can't just keep the whole 10,000, you know, so this means I need to factor in the amount that I'm like putting in reserve to, you know, there's business expenses, there's things like that. Um, and the typical rule of thumb, especially for like businesses or ministries, uh, is to have like a, a cash reserve of at least three months of what you plan to keep and you earn and you, you plan to save that over the next 12 months. So if I'm, trying to keep $10,000 a month. This means that if I'm trying to have a reserve for my business, I should aim for $30,000 in reserve. And if I'm trying to earn that throughout the course of a year, it means I only need to take $2,500 to put into a reserve every month. And then by the end of the end of the year, I have 30,000 in reserves for the business. Um, so now, you know, if I want to keep 10,000 and save two and a half thousand, I would have to add those together and then do the divide by 0.7, which comes out to around $18,000. Um, 
So that's how much that I would need to earn per, per month. I would need to earn 18,000 per month in order to actually keep 10,000. So, you know, now, you know, the outcomes are changing slightly. You know, my target of $10,000 a month is now looking like closer to like 18,000. So in a year, I would need to, I would have to hit $216,000 in order to actually keep $120,000. You know, it's kind of wild, like how that math works, but you know, it's things to keep in mind. That's why I like doing things like this and like planning out is like really important, important, <laughs> important, um, because you can see like if I didn't factor in the additional cost and I only stuck with the $120,000 annual target, my actual take home would have been closer to 54,000, you know, not including things like business expenses. And cause like if I try to earn $120,000 in the year, or let's say, you know, stick with $10,000 a month. If I try to earn $10,000 in the month, 30% is going to tax. So 10,000 minus 3,000 is 7,000. And then if I'm putting 2,500 in reserve, now it is, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, $4,500 that I'm getting to keep, um, which is le like less than half of the original target of 10,000. I'm not even factoring in business expenses at this point. You know, it's kind of crazy. So you know, and now if we go back to the drawing board and work backwards, if I wanted to hit two, because like now, like, you know, now we're understanding, got to hit $216,000. So that means I would need to sell, depending on like, you know, which products I'm trying to do, you know, if I'm trying to sell a nine, a, a product that's $9, nine, <laughs> a product that's $9.97, if I try to sell the, like a $10 product, um, I would need to sell like 22,000 people. Or if the product is $97, then I need to sell like 2,300 people. If it's a 497 course, you know, $497, um, then I would need to sell it to 435 people. And you can see like, as the numbers are going up, you know, it's less people that you would have to, that you would have to sell and, you know, help them, you know, achieve the results that they want to get. So with the thousand dollar program, now it would be 216 people. Um, you know, if I'm, doing a like $5,000 in-person three-month uh, coaching program, you know, then I would only need 44 people. And, you know, 44 people, it's like a good, you know, decent-sized group. And then if I'm doing like a, like a higher done-for-you ticket type of program um, that's like $10,000, I would only need 22 people. And then if I decided to go crazy, you know, overboard, offer something for $100,000, then I would need two people. And, you know, shoot, those people, yo, they'd be getting so much value. But, you know, anyway, so those are a lot of numbers. And, you know, if I implement them all, like if I were to actually like offer all of those different various products, then, you know, I wouldn't even need to hit those targets at every level. You know, I wouldn't have to hit the full, uh, like 216 people because, the revenue coming in from the other things would kind of like supplement or like add into uh, the overall revenue revenue that's being earned. So, <clears throat> like, <clears throat> pardon me, Ugh, my throat's feeling dry from like a long day. But anyway, so by factoring that in, that like understanding, like, oh yeah, like people who come in who buy the nine dollar thing are also more likely to buy the twenty dollar thing. Who are and then people who buy the twenty dollar thing are more likely to buy the four hundred and ninety seven dollar thing. Um, factoring this in, it's actually, it's a concept that's called like, like the lifetime value of customer, you know, Starbucks, for example, they know the lifetime value of their customers. And 
even though someone may only go into star into Starbucks to buy a $5 cup of coffee, you know, the, the company owners, they know that on average, their customers spend something like $4,000, I think, like around $4,000 a year in their store. So when a, a customer comes in, you know, they're not, they're not worth $5 to Starbucks. Every customer who comes in and buys coffee on average is worth to them around $4,000. So, you know, I may not need 216 people to buy a $1,000 program. I may only need uh, like 100 people because let's say out of those 100 people who buy the $1,000 program, 23 of them go on to buy the $5,000 program. So now you can see, um, you know, 100 people spending $1,000 is 100,000. And 23 spending an extra 5,000 brings that to being an extra 115,000. And then you just add 100,000 with 115,000, and now you're at 215,000 from just 100 people. So, you know, that's kind of like how those numbers are working. So, I don't want this, you know, this, this uh, episode's gone on way longer than I planned for it to be, but I just wanted to provide like an update out there, uh, give you like general. 30,000 foot overview of the approach, the, the journey that I'm going to be going on in, er, in order to earn $10,000 a month with my online ministry. And I hope this was able to provide some insight for you as well as you're going on your own journey too. So if you enjoyed what you've been listening to and what you've been consuming so far, I want to invite you to share this, like it and subscribe, uh, you know, whichever is more appealing to you you know if this if you think a friend would enjoy this by all means share it and if you want to hear more information like this in the future and get more of the detailed behind the scene tips and stuff uh, then by all means subscribe so thanks so much for listening and yeah i'll be looking forward to you seeing you in the next episode are you a christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with christ do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your god-given calling if you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.